0: Hello everyone, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome here in the spiritual realm. Yeah, we're going to have a teaching today. We're working through that wonderful, wonderful series called My Dear Spiritual Child Letter from me, Agape Love Himself. Yeah, remember, we were working through this. In many different videos, we are up to number 17 because we are working through Isaiah 61 and Isaiah 62. These were foundational in Pastor Deborah's life to help me understand him, the very source of this love that he was sending out from himself to you. And I had to understand you. And why this creator, this God, this heavenly father loved you so much. Why he wanted to reach you. That he would talk to me, dictate to me a letter for you. But I learned as I wrote that he has a heart of love for you. That's beyond all space and time. It's eternal, everlasting. He's always reaching out, sending out, always trying to find you, talk to you, come into a sweet, loving relationship with you, not sexual, but as a father and a mother to you, their child that was lost to them. Oh, yeah, this God, He's both father and mother. He's sort of two in one. And he showed us in nature. That it takes a father, the biological male, and a mother, the biological woman, to create and in all of its righteousness and goodness to raise up, support, educate a child. It needs two parents of two different sexes. Each one of them has a different image and likeness that the child needs both of them. So it takes two. He separated himself out into two, a father and a mother. So he's reaching out to you in the best pattern, the most godliest and righteous form. Your source, agape love, which is both a father and a mother. So he's coming. That's him back there, breathing out his words of love to you. He's doing it right here in Isaiah 62. Well, we're going to pick up in verse number two. But first, let's give some thank yous. First, let's thank Zoom for we are recording in their program. And let's thank Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. And let's thank the King James, the authorized King James Bible, for we are working out of it, Mm -hmm. and I want to thank you, YouTube, for putting it up, and Twitter and LinkedIn, for allowing it to become a wonderful video on your platforms, yes, I know all of you, I've talked to you, I just talked to another platform today, a powerful, powerful one, Mm mm-hmm. Been out in the news. And they came to me and they had made a decision about something. They wanted to know if they made the right decision. Because they had found this God that's right there in the center, breathing out this love. Now, some of their decisions they made might be for pure greed or money. But beyond that, behind that, there was love. And wanting to make sure that Pastor Deborah and her God were okay with the decision that they had made. They took somebody off of their platform and they left another one on. Mm -hmm. And I told them, yes, because their hearts were choosing not the way of the world, but the way of love and freedom. So that just happened this morning. Goodness, I'm always working, even though I'm editing videos and watching the news, taking care of the house and the husband. Yeah, things happen. Man, and I'm always out there. Just the other day, I was in connection with a person in England. Wonderful, wonderful lady working with minority ethnic people. She didn't say who they were, but I could tell by her clothes. And I sent her a video that I had made for a refugee camp in Jordan that I had been sent to and asked to come and teach. Mm -hmm. So I sent her that. And after they watched it for a little while, all of this group from England came to me and asked me if it was all true. Was this God that I served a God that loved them and wasn't angry with them? I didn't hate them, as they had been told in their religion, and that he wasn't real. Because if he was that loving to their spirits, they wanted to be his child. So we did it right there. I was in my bathroom when it was happening, and I sent that video out and said, "Hey, what are you doing, other people, to reach out to people?" don't know this god yet this god who's breathing out love that was just yesterday and today so let's begin first with prayer is there anybody here yeah i know there's a lot of you here i can see you mm-hmm. was there anybody yeah you way back there okay you want to pray okay i'll bow my head when you're finished i will pick us up and close us out Wonderful. Dear Heavenly Father, you heard this little one's prayer. I heard it too. So did everybody else. They were thanking you and thanking others. We ask you, Father, now to send your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, to guide us and lead us and help us to understand your words, to help us drink in your milk. So that we may grow out of childhood. And be mature and become a mighty king of the kingdom of heaven. Father, help them. They need all the help you can give them. And you are the only source that can do that. Speak through Pastor Deborah. Come through here in the garden and help them. Even if they're in their dreams. They're on an airplane. They're at work. Father, you know what to do. This is your work. And fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. In the name of your son, your lamb of sacrifice, Christ Jesus, the son of the living God. Amen. Okay, we're going to pick up here in number 17, beginning with verse 2. Of Isaiah 62. I want to go back and read Isaiah 62, verse 1 to you before we get started. It's always good to go back and review so we can catch up and remember what we had learned previously. Let me get that for you Isaiah 62 out of the authorized King James Bible. The reason Pastor Deborah uses that. Bible is because there's no commentaries from any person, religion, denomination, or doctrine. It is simply the Greek words, the Hebrew words, and probably Aramaic words translated into English. I allow the Holy Spirit, my spiritual teacher, to interpret to me, explain to me the spiritual meaning of these words or these examples or the battles, or whatever happened, for he's the only one who can do that. Sometimes he'll show me movies. He'll have me listen to music, look at artwork, look at nature. He'll help me every way he can, that he knows that I will understand. And sometimes I still don't get it. And he'll go back over Get with me, he'll have me read it, he'll have me look up the words in a dictionary, study, ponder, seek his help, all to understand maybe one scripture. Maybe it's just one word in that scripture that I don't have a good amplified definition from. So that's why I use the authorized King James Bible. Isaiah 62 is picking up from Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 and its verses 1 through 11 were telling us we were a mess. We had issues. We were filled with ashes and heaviness and actually had a spirit of heaviness. We were separated from him. We had no glory or honor. We were filled with shame and disgust, and we were mourning. And he says, I got to fix that. So he sent his word, and his words are spirit and life. He said, I've got, I'm coming to proclaim to you good tidings. All your issues, we can resolve them. We can get you out of prison. We can get you cleaned up, washed up, put new clothes on you put a new crown on your head help you to stand up straight and tall mm-hmm. so that's what isaiah 61 was telling us then beginning in isaiah 62 he was telling us a thing in verse 1 what he was going to do after he showed us what he was going to do with us we were be- we were going to become his spiritual trees of his righteousness, his salvation, his glory. And he was going to plant us here on earth so we could be speakers, bearers of this love that he carried for you to others, as I, Pastor Deborah, am doing. So he said in verse 1, for spiritual Zion's sake, that's my spirit. He looks at my spirit as a city. He wants to have it in there. And he wants his temple in there, and it's city of the new Jerusalem. Jerusalem means city of peace. He wants to have a peaceful spirit where he can live in, rest in, shine out of, and be the king and the glory of my spirit. He says, for spiritual Zion's sake, will I, the Lord, the giver, the source of agape love, Not hold my spiritual peace, he says. I will not be spiritually silent. Can you see? He's always breathing out love to you. Joy, comfort that's in the love. He's always bringing it to us. Reaching through space and time to us. Even in the womb. Because For spiritual Jerusalem's sake, my new city of peace here in a human spirit. Mm -hmm. The Lord will not spiritually rest. He will not stop working, not stop speaking until his spiritual righteousness thereof goes forth as a spiritual brightness, a light. Shining brightly, sort of like this, always going forth in bright colors, glory, and righteousness. And he continues in verse one and the spiritual salvation of you, little one, of you coming out of the grave. Out of the cocoon and the entrapment of your soul. Being birthed anew as a child of the light. With him as your father. He said he will not rest until that news, that glad tidings of that salvation. goes spiritually forth as a spiritual lamp that burns, shines out spiritually, brightly, in the spiritual darkness of ignorance. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. He wasn't going to stop talking, stop reaching, stop teaching, stop going until that happens. Now let's pick up in verse number two. And the spiritual Gentiles, those are unrighteous people who do not yet know Of this God of salvation. They have not yet been saved from their condition that they're in like you were. He says, and these people, spiritually, who are not yet believing in Christ Jesus as the son of the living God. And that he went to a cross as a lamb, sacrifice for them. So they could be returned to his father. They shall spiritually see you little one. Those that have been spiritually salvaged. And have spiritual salvation. And are blessed. Are filled with being breathed on. Drinking in this great love. That is filled with glory and honor, dignity and wealth, not physical wealth, but spiritual wealth, knowledge and wisdom, guidance, comfort, direction. It all comes in his love for you. And he says the Gentiles will see you as a spiritual, righteous one. You will be lit up. You'll have love flowing out of you spiritually, even if you never open your mouth. Your thoughts will be full of righteous thoughts, ones that love your neighbor. You'll be talking to God and your light inside of you will just be bright. He says, the others will see it. I don't have to say anything. My spirit talks. Love is coming out through light, glorious, radiant light, the light of his salvation. And all spiritual kings, that means the demonic things and all humans, will see him through me. They will see his salvation and his glorious righteousness in you like you see it in Pastor Deborah. You will come to know that you can come to me and ask me, is what you did right? Does it please him? Just like that group did today from that social platform. They wanted to know if the decision they had made regarding one podcaster versus another was their decision godly. Was it righteous? And did they do it for the right purpose? And I said, yes. Even though out in the world they're saying one thing, their spirits wanted to know. They would come to me. Why me? Because I was anointed to be their mama. And they were asking me if they did okay. Was I pleased with them? Did I bring honor to me and to my father? Were they doing the right thing for the right reason? I've run into many political leaders. They don't even know who he is. They serve in temples of politics and government. They serve somebody else, another God. Mm -hmm. They're so deep in corruption and lies and deceptions. And if you approach them and challenge them, they go off in great bouts of anger they're on a mission, not for this God of love, not for you. They're on a mission for the adversary of this love, of this salvation. They've been promised wealth, glory, and fame, anything they wanted. High position spiritually. A lot of them have powerful, powerful demonic spirits as their kings. They go to spiritual meetings. Mm -hmm. they're part of the spiritual elite Mm -hmm. that are behind the scenes on just about everything that is going on. Mm -hmm. So he is saying, when he cleans you up and you receive his glory, his love for you, and you hear his good tidings, of freedom and deliverance and healing. And he does his work of salvation. You too will be like him, breathing out of your spirit, words of love and light. And then others will see you as they see me. And if you see me, Christ Jesus would say, in Pastor Deborah, If she has the mind of Christ, you will see the Father. For Pastor Deborah and Christ Jesus are one. I have his mind in me. I'm trying to think more like him all the time. And I have to learn more about him. And when I do, I learn more about the Father. And Jesus would tell us, hey, my Father and I are one. He is in me. I am in him. And that is the relationship you want to get to. So sometimes you don't have to say anything. And the love just comes out. So here in verse number two of Isaiah 62, we're learning that others will see him through you as you grow and develop. And you, little one, who has now received the salvation of the Lord. You shall spiritually be called by him and others. You'll be named something different than what you were. You will become in your spiritual nature something new. And the spiritual mouth of the Lord here in Isaiah 62 is declaring and naming you that this will happen. And he's going to declare you to be. In verse number three, you, oh, spiritually saved, born again, righteous spirit now, you shall also be a spiritual crown, a glory that he puts on his head. He will be able to stand tall knowing you're shining out. You're his crown. You are the epitome of his work. He'll place you on his head and everything will see you on him. And he will be honored and glorified by having you as his child. You will bring great glory to him that you will be as a crown. A sign of authority and dominion of his salvation. Mm -hmm. He wears Pastor Deborah's salvation as a crown on his head, shining out, radiant. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. He is declaring that you will be that new image to him. You'll no longer be captive and in a prison, smelly, covered with ick, no clothes, can't even stand up. Filled with ashes and dishonor and shame. Mm -mm. He will salvage you. Bring salvation to you. That he feels that you are so glorious and righteous. He'll put you and say, look at my child. Look at them. Look what I've done in them. And he will shine out you to all of the kingdom of heaven. He'll wear you as a crown of his spiritual glory, his victory that happened on a cross because of love, because of one, a son, loving the father, that he would die for you. So the father could get you back. Mm -hmm. Love made the way. Love paid the price. Love sits on his crown and you are in it. And he goes on here in verse 3, says you will be a spiritual crown of his spiritual salvation and glory. And he will also hold it in his hand. You will be close. Close. He will be as a royal spiritual headband, a diadem, in his hand. he will hold it out for others to say, this is my work. Pastor Deborah, this is my spiritual ground. You will put Pastor Deborah upon, above his own head and say, this is the victory that I have done. My spiritual children were lost to me. I have salvaged them, redeemed them, changed them, and birthed them anew. See my glory as I place it on my head. See my glory as a great and mighty one who saves things that nobody thought could be saved, can change the worst foul thing into a crown of beauty that can free captives that can change what was horrible into a beauty that's beyond understanding filled with my agape love and light shining out on earth as a tree of righteousness and that is him telling us Here in verse 3 and 2, what he is going to do, what others are going to say about you. When he completes Isaiah 61, these were spoken to Isaiah in a dream and a vision shown to him. He came back and wrote it down, just like Pastor Deborah was shown this letter and wrote it down for you. For you to believe that he loves you. And he has great things planned for you beyond your understanding. Mm -hmm. It's greater than all the physical wealth, jewels and gold money that this earthly world can bring. It's more powerful than the powerful nation or its prime minister or president could ever be. It's a victor in every war. It is thousands and myriad of thousands of soldiers to do battle for you. Mm -hmm. This is all spirit work for our spirits. There's a great story I read years ago about a precious lady. She had been horribly abused by her mother, but not her other brothers and sisters. For some reason, she was the victim. Now she was an adult and she was seeking help from psychiatrists. And she would go to them for all of her issues, trauma. She wanted healing and she used her insurance. But then her insurance would run out after so many visits and she would go on and wait a while and get another one. But she eventually got to another psychiatrist and her insurance ran out as it always did. But he told her, because you want to get well, And are seeking to be well. Just because you can't pay me any insurance. I am going to keep seeing you. Because I love you. As a human being. Who needs help. Love was flowing through that psychiatrist to this woman. And the story goes. She'd go home and go to sleep. And some of her many multiple personalities started dying in her. And she was slowly being healed. So I asked God, what is going on? This psychiatrist did not pray for her, did not read Bible scriptures to her. She did not seem to be seeking prayer or healing or deliverance from a Lord or a God. What was going on? And God told me, that he is the God of love, agape. It's not of this world. And when that psychiatrist offered to continue to see her without insurance because she was a human being, he began operating in the atmosphere and the laws of agape, love. And God said in that atmosphere spiritually, I am drawn to it and I will work. So, in the spirit realm, I will get to glory against those who abused her, the spiritual things that were in her, and the spiritual king that was against her and my agape love. I would have the victory through healing. I would heal her as she slept because the atmosphere was created of agape love between two humans so I could work unseen and free. So you don't have to pray with people. You just have to be a person who loves people and want to help them. God will work. Many people want to have the glory and the money that comes with being a healing person. They want to be taking pictures, laying hands on other people. Pastor Deborah stays out of that stuff. Jesus did a lot of deliverance and healing with just his thoughts. He never traveled to see people. He was asked to help them and heal them. And he just said, go home, it's done. So you don't have to do it in person. You don't have to lay hands on anybody. Because spirit work is of the spirit. And it's operating in a relationship, a partnership with this God of agape love. And the Holy Spirit. Once you get there, you can have a thought. You can think, oh, I pray for people on social media. I'll type out a prayer, but sometimes I'll see a picture. I'll just put my hand on it, pray silently, and I expect it to be done. I can pray in the spirit, pray in my dreams. You don't have to have service to do it. don't have to physically lay hands on anybody. don't have to have an hour of teaching music to make it happen. Jesus showed us the pattern to use, so I studied him. That's right. So here we're going to end this part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We will pick up in part number 18 of Isaiah 62. But if there is any of you that would like to become this tree of righteousness, to come out of your prison cell, to throw off the clothes of the grave, to be rid of the spirit of heaviness, to have your wounds bound up and to become new, as these said, and for others to see you as his righteous, glorious work of salvation and to be on his head as his glorious crown of salvation then it is done. You don't have to do much. He is here. He knows you. He's heard your little cries, your whimpers. He's heard. And it is done. And you will be changed right here, right now. When you go back to your body, you will be different. There might be a lot of war inside of you with your soul. You just ask God to help you. Your families will know. There'll be a look in your eyes now that will be different. Mm -hmm. You will have peace on the inside. Your dreams will be different. God will begin cleaning you up spiritually Mm -hmm. from anything that's there that should not be in you anymore. He'll put a hedge of protection around you. So be encouraged. These words of Isaiah 62 are for you. He's been waiting for you to come along. Mm -hmm. And he'll pour his love, his milk of the word, into you daily, minute by minute. You'll hear his voice. It might sound strange to you. And you ask if. If you hear it, you go, who are you? What Lord do you serve? There's a spiritual test that that he must pass. He must say, I serve the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who died on a cross, who went to the throne and sits on the right hand of the father. I serve him. I am him. And my father is with me. They must say that and pass that test. If they don't, I had that happen to me. I had one spirit that wanted to be in me, be one with me, because I'd been praying for that. He said, I want to be one with you and go, "Uh, uh, who are you? What master do you serve? Oh, I serve the Lord. I go, that ain't good enough. What Lord do you serve? And he proceeded, tell me the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You want to hear that The one who went to the cross after 33 years declared he was the king of the kingdom of heaven. He sacrificed his life for you. He died. And three days later, he rose from the grave. And now he sits on the right hand of the father in the kingdom of heaven. That is who I serve. That is my Lord and master. If they can't answer that in that way, you don't accept that voice. You tell them, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get out of here. I strike you down with the glory of the Lord. The angels don't mind you asking them. God will not mind. It's training because there are deceptive spiritual voices out there who want to deceive you and take his place, even as you are a newborn child. They'll try to feed you poisonous milk, different kind of love, sexual love for money, Love for a job. Love for animals. When he wants to be the only love your spirit ever desires and needs, he'll be your father and mother to your spirit. Mm -hmm. And he will help you. But sometimes you're going to have to do that test to make sure that you're talking to the right one. Oh, boy, they'll come through people, the ones you don't want to. They'll come through eye looks. You'll be more sensitive now. When you listen to music or words or you see situations, you will see behind the flesh and you might see a creature that's talking to you through somebody. That's right. You go, no, thank you. You have nothing to do with them. I've had to live that way, but he will help you. He doesn't want you to be deceived anymore, lied to, bewitched. Bitten, he doesn't want you to let anything into your life now that's not him and his words of love for you. Uh Oh, people, you know, they can fake loving you, they can fall in love with you and fall out of love with you. Uh He won't, his love is steady, it's pure and clean. He'll even let you go your own way, won't like it, but he'll try to come after you. But he won't force you. He won't do that. If he forced you to accept him, to accept his words without checking and studying, he'd be a rapist to you, a spiritual rapist. He is not going to do that. He's going to let you explore and seek and study, come to your own decisions. Mm -hmm. He knows you don't know. He knows you've been hurt. He will be very gentle with you. So welcome if you accepted his offer. Now he'll pour his love in. And you'll be getting filled. You may be sleepy a lot. Just changes will occur. But welcome to the family of God. Into the kingdom of heaven. And I'll see you again in part number 18. God, do your work that only you can do, fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in these precious people's lives, so that you are glorified in the realm of the spirit, in the kingdom of darkness itself. And you wear the crown of salvation, of humanity, for all to see your great power and love. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, bye.